Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, January 15th, 2023, and this is day 1761 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much and praise you and honor you. Thank you so much for creating this brand new, beautiful day just for us. Help us, Lord, to be grateful and to walk boldly in your presence, doing the work you've given us to do. I thank you so much, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is time to change your environment. Yep, there comes a time where we need to make a shift ourselves. Well, I mean, it's we notice that things aren't right. We notice that it's not comfortable, but yet for some reason we we stay, whatever that is. I mean, and um, God is saying he didn't create us to have to stay in a situation that he didn't put us in. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we put ourselves in that situation or we believe that this is what we deserve. And God is saying, no, you deserve better. So we're coming out of 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. Very short, but very powerful. And it says, the people of the city said to Elisha, look, our Lord, this town is well situated, as you can see. But the water is bad and the land is un." productive. Bring me a new bowl, he said, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring and threw the salt into it, saying, this is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. And the water has remained pure to this day, according to the word Elisha had spoken. That, to me, says so much. (laughs) We're going to cover some of the things. But I think about, too, how, you know, the Bible tells us we, we hold the power of life and death in our tongues. So what we speak is what will happen. We just don't even realize many times Uh, the words that we're saying and how damning those words can be or how rejuvenating and uh, life-giving our words can be. Um, So, yeah, so let's, let's go to point number one. Have you ever been in a room with a group of people and the vibe felt awkward and tense? Then when around others, it felt peaceful and you felt joyful and comfortable and, you know, you, you felt like it was uh, a shared space where you can speak 
how you felt and very calmly and everyone else shared how they felt and and you just there was laughter and fun you know uh, I remember not long ago well this was a while ago my husband had shared with me about a time uh, he was with a group of his friends uh, at his friend's house watching a football game and and just having a good time you know they they would get together and this particular friend has already passed on and transitioned on to be with the Lord a few years ago but they would hang out at uh, his place oftentimes on game day <laughs> he would cook on the grill and you know it would just be all the guys and hanging out and every now and then <laughs> somebody would come in and they might bring some women they may come in and they are they would shift the whole attitude the whole environment would change once certain ones came in that room and the environment would quickly change to hostile and reckless and judgmental and demeaning and it was no longer fun it was just you're every you know you're on edge because of the way certain ones are talking the the things that they brought with them <laughs> and it pollutes the whole environment so much so it got so bad that he would just leave and this happened more than once i mean he would go over there you know and it might be you know a hit or miss you know and he may go once a month and and he's like ah this isn't this isn't good this doesn't feel safe you know you got people cussing each other out and different ones may have weapons and and anything can happen in a hostile environment like that so he would leave and then there are times when we need to make a move we we don't have to remain in a place that can potentially uh, cause us harm the people in this city knew there was a problem and they did something about it and here's what they did they went to the man of God all right that's a great first step <laughs> when we feel like things are not right and you're noticing that huh it's all about when I'm here or when I'm in this particular space it could be when I'm at work or when I'm over a certain person's house or when I go to this grocery store or when I you know whatever it is or you know when I'm in the company of these people this is this is not good and so you we need to go to God and say Lord what what's going on please show me and they knew that the town had potential but the water was bad so in this case the environment was good <laughs> But the water that was in the land was bad. So a good place, but bad water running through the town. And, you know, your place uh, can be very nice. Your house, very, very peaceful, as I said before. And then until somebody enters that space. And it's like, this is just not right. And it's somebody you care about, and that makes it even worse. But you know what? If that person is bringing about harm and contention, it's like, eh, it's time to make a change. Third, the bad water made all the land unproductive. 
You know, it's like uh, the Bible says, uh, uh, bad company uh, corrupts good character. So you hang around bad people, your character is going to be blemished. It's going to change. Uh, so we need to watch uh, the environment in which we are in and the people that we're hanging around with. So the solution from the man of God was to start with a new bowl. Mm, glory to God. You know, a new um, method, a, a new environment. Start with a new bowl. And many times we may need to uh, start fresh. So that's what he had them do. And then, then he um, put salt in it. He said, bring me a new bowl. And he said, put salt in that bowl. And he put the salt in the bowl. And then uh, he put the salt into the water. So salt flavors food. We know that, right? And is a binder and stabilizer. Uh, it is also a food preservative, as bacteria can't thrive in the presence of a high amount of salt. Interesting. It purifies. Salt does quite a few things. There are a lot of benefits behind salt. And so it's interesting that this is what he used. He did not uh, do any big <laughs> abracadabra kind of thing. He just bring me a new bowl put the salt in it, pour it in the water. And to this day, <laughs> the water is still good and pure. It is a matter of making a shift. And that shift could be something that seems so small. One little thing. And it will change everything. Either for good or for bad. It is our choice. It's up to us. Like these people in the town... They said, I'm fed up. This is what I'm thinking. I'm fed up. We got a good place here. And I'm not leaving the place, but we're going to correct the problem. And in some cases, it might be time to leave the place. <laughs> because we, we may not um, have the ability to correct the problem because it may be the other people. And people have a choice. We don't control them. But we certainly need to ask God about it. Point number two, we too may need to do a self-examination to determine if what we're going through is because of a bad choice in location. The people we hang out with, the places we go, ask God to show you what you should do to rectify the situation. Then obey him fully. <laughs> Remember, did you hear me say that? fully obey and you know we can partially do things and then then wonder why am I still struggling <laughs> well you didn't put take everything out that God said to take out or you didn't do it all the way the you know uh the way God instructed you to do it and so we must obey all the way uh, I'll never forget uh while working in corporate uh, for years, um, this was when I was when I was in my twenties and early thirties, and uh, you know when I say corporate, just working regular jobs that uh, that that were huge, like ones at KU and 
in the medical field, so or in hospitals, KU Medical Center. Um, and I remember when I worked there, uh, it was fine, you know, while I was in early stages. And then it started to get uh, tense. You know, um, they, I remember training other people. Uh, and then the next thing you know, they're promoted over me. Uh, that created tension. I remember uh, creating, uh, you know, information to make my job go smoother or creating guidelines for that. And that was something that God just blessed me to do. And even now in doing uh, my own business, doing the nonprofit he's blessed us with, you know, creating uh, uh, curriculum uh, and uh, training material is something that, that God has given me to naturally do. Uh, so, and it's a blessing. So doing that, they took that information and began to use it to, you know, help us all do better. But nothing was ever said about where it came from. They made it seem like it was something they came up with. Uh, And I thought, okay. And it just made me feel unwanted. It made me feel uncomfortable in the space. It was unfairness going on. All those things. And I hated going. It got to that point where I hated going. I would literally get knots in my stomach. And one day, and after I talked to my husband and, you know, he said, well, you know, you don't have to stay there. Just get something else. And I, and I would just leave a job. But in this case, I know, let me, let me just talk about it with my husband first. And, and then of course, talking to the Lord about it. And, uh, and I left. And the Lord showed me something. He said, I said, Lord, you know, I want to do something different or what is it that you would have me to do? And then I started talking uh, about doing a business. And I said, what kind of business should I do? And the Lord said, what do you enjoy doing? That's what God said. It was just that simple. (laughs) What do you enjoy doing? And I said, serving. And he said, there's your business. It just reminds me so much of, you know, Elijah saying, bring me the salt, <laughs> bring me a new bowl. And he said, okay, there's your business. And I had been serving in the church for, um, you know, if there was a funeral, getting the food ready, or if we had gatherings at the church, I would make sure to set all the tables up and all those things. I really enjoyed doing that. And my sisters would help me and family. My kids were always right there. They, whatever I was doing, they were doing And so I started a business and it was called Serve and Clean. And what we did was we did basically hospitality staffing. We would provide staff for parties at hotels and uh, huge banquets and uh, had no idea that it would evolve into that. It started off small because that's all I knew was in the church setting up until God expanded this thing. He made it so huge to where all the skill sets that he had blessed me with, those gifts of hospitality, serving, setting up, uh, it expanded to where uh, I was, I wrote up our guidelines curriculum, did trainings with my staff, 
uh, all those things, getting them ready. They had to know how to set a table. They had to know the proper way to serve. And as I learned, I documented and to the point of where I created my own training materials and was able to train all of our staff as they came in. And then it got to the point where I was able to train other restaurants staff, uh, front of the house staff, training them on how to serve the guest. You know, see how it evolves, see what God will do when we shift in the place he would have us to be in or in the mindset he would have us to be in. And it was just amazing. I did it for eight years uh, and we started off with hotels and, uh, you know, uh, companies. And then it and then it evolved into working in people's homes uh, for weddings or dinner parties. And because the word got out and others said, hey, this is a good organization to use. And they wanted people in their house that would make the environment feel good. And that's what we brought. And we were professional. uh, And God just did that whole thing. But I had to obey him to the fullest. What is God showing you to do? It may be shifting a job. It may be a business. It may be um, maybe you've been wanting children. And God may be saying, here's a children here that are in need. And I would... He wants us to take those children in, whether it be through adoption, foster care, whatever that is. I met a lady yesterday, a dynamic personality, (laughs) and she just brought her children, uh, three of them, uh, just started T-Zone yesterday. And she shared with me how she had fostered hundreds of children, did foster care with hundreds. I was just amazed at that. But she was functioning in her purpose. She was creating a good environment uh, in her place for children who had been, you know, cast aside or not treated right. And she would just shower them with love. Oh, what a blessing. What is it that God is showing you? It's time to change environments. Whatever that is, get on it right now. God's got it just for you. He loves you so much and he will provide. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community with our youth, teaching them life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Thank you all so very much for your donations. We are very grateful to you 
and you are our partners. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we make sure that everyone knows that. And so please go to that website, push the donate button and ask God to show you what to donate and uh, you will not be sorry. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.